Amen. West Houston Christian Center, Tuesday night church. Here we are. Get your pad, get your pencils. You know, the word declares to us that God sent his word and healed us. So let's believe tonight for healing. Whatever you're dealing with, let's just believe tonight that God's word, we're going to receive it as medicine, the gospels. We're going to receive it tonight for healing for he sent his word and healed them. And so if we are hearers of that word, receivers of that word, then let's just receive healing. Whatever you're believing God for right now, just say, I believe I receive tonight in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we praise you for tonight. We praise you for the great opportunity we have, Father, to sit under your word and to be a receiver of your word. Thank you, Lord, that we have revelation knowledge of your word. And um, uh, we're not only hearers of your word, but we're actors upon it. We're doers. And so for that, we praise you and we just thank you for it in Jesus name. Everyone said amen and amen. Hey, I pray you had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, some of us are still uh, eating leftovers. And, you know, the leftovers are some of the best part about uh, Thanksgiving. But I pray you had a great Thanksgiving and, and you just had some quality time to thank God for all that he's done for us. My goodness, I, I tried to get it all in Sunday when I was preaching about the goodness of God. But, you know, we're, we're, we're a blessed people to thank where we were to where we are now, what's available to us now because of the word of God. You know, I'm, I'm hungry and thirsting for more of God's word now, more so than I've ever done before, because it's so good. Uh, anyway, I just I pray you had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, we celebrated it one day, but I'm telling you, I'm thanking God every day. How about you? Thanking God for his blessings, for his everything that he's doing for us and how he's protecting us and watching over us and keeping us safe. Uh, we truly are a thankful people. I'd like for you, if you turn in your Bibles uh, with me real quickly to 2 Corinthians 5.21. You know, I always like to, to show what we were before Jesus and who we are after Jesus. Before Jesus, we're called the enemies of the Christ. We're called aliens to the commonwealth of the kingdom of God. Before Jesus, we're ruled by our senses. Before Jesus, we're ruled by reasoning out. As I've said before, before Jesus, I was Jesus. Before God, I was God. Uh, I decided everything. I did what I wanted to do. I decided on what I wanted to do. I said what I wanted to say. I went where I wanted to go. Um, I, I had no one to pray to. I had no one to ask questions of. So I just asked myself and, and, and I answered myself. So there's, there's, there's two parts to us. The old man, Paul talks about the old man that died and the new man were new creatures in Christ uh, because of everything that Jesus did for us and is doing for us today. So 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, talking about God, it says, For he hath made Jesus to be sin for us. God made Jesus to be sin for us 
who knew no sin. Jesus knew no sin. The Bible says he was tempted, but he never became to it. So it says he made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be the righteousness of God in him. Wow. So there's two types of righteousness. There's the righteousness that we were before God, which is a self-righteousness. Uh, I had no one uh, above me, so I was righteous in my own thinking. I, I did a good deed. I did this. I helped someone. I did this. I was a good person. I used to always say, hey, I'm, I'm a righteous person. I've never killed anyone or stolen anything. So woo, look at me. That was my righteousness, was my, my thinking of who, that I was a good person. You, you just, you're you're going to like me, the old dead me. And, and, and we knew that I was not a righteous person. You didn't realize that. But now it says that because of the plan of God, when we got born again, God took all of, our, all of the sin and he had to put it someplace to get it away from us. And he put it on Jesus who knew no sin. Jesus knew no sin. He knew no sin. So Jesus took your sin and my sin, past, present and future. And he took it off of me and put it on to Jesus. And then he says that we might be, you and me, that we might be the righteousness of God in him. You know, it's hard to wrap our brains around that, that when God looks at you and me, he sees righteousness. He sees a new creature. He sees the blood of Jesus Christ that's covered us because it's because of that blood that was shed for the, ah, for the remission of our sins. The Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness or remission of sins. So on that cross, when that blood hit the ground, it atoned for every sin, past, present, and future. And when God looks at us, he doesn't look at us as an old worm sinner. Well, I'm just an old worm. I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. Well, God says you're the righteousness of him. You're in right standing with God. Hallelujah. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. He has made us into him by taking off our old sin and putting it on Jesus. And Jesus knew this. Can you imagine what that felt like to have all the sins of eternity put on Jesus on the cross? And that's why it says it pleased God to bruise him because of you and me. Jesus looked forward to that day of dying and what that was going to accomplish for you and I. Let me read it one more time. 
For God hath made Jesus to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Boy, if that doesn't set you free, get you dancing, nothing will. You know, I don't care what people have said about you, and I don't, I don't care what you think about yourself. You may have done something stupid, which we all have done that. But when we, when we say, God, forgive me, Jesus has already taken that sin upon himself because we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus because of what Jesus has done for us. Are you, are you getting that? Now, turn in your Bibles to 1 Corinthians 6. I think this will give you, this will give you a, good, a good picture of, of this righteousness uh, situation. In 2 Corinthians uh, 6, it says in verse 9, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Know ye not, be not deceived, the unrighteous will never receive the things of the kingdom of God. Because see, uh, if you're unrighteous, you're over here and the kingdom of God is over there. Well, I'm unrighteous because I'm not born again. I'm unrighteous because I've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I'm unrighteous because I'm still Lord. But when I get born again, I'm no longer called unrighteous. I'm now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. So Corinthians says, know ye not that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived. And then it goes on to list sins. And it only lists about seven or eight of them. But you can just put all sin. You can put all sin there. It, it, it breaks down a whole bunch of sins. Fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, effeminists, uh, abusers of themselves with mankind, thieves, liars, drunkards, covetousness, extortioners, just whatever sin, whatever thing is unrighteous, we can put in there. And he said, be not deceived. The unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. And then he goes on and lists what those sins are. But I love this now. What, what verse of scripture? Verse 11. And such, see Paul's writing a letter to a church. He established a church in Corinth. And he's, this, is what, this is who the church is made up of. Unrighteous people that had come in, but something happened to them. They got saved. They accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And as soon as they accepted Jesus, they repented of their sins. They asked for forgiveness. And all of a sudden now they are made righteous. And there's a church full of these folks. And Paul is writing this letter to them. And then he says, and such were some of you. Well, they were all unrighteous. I was unrighteous. You were unrighteous until we met Jesus. He said, you were all sinners. You were all unrighteous. You, you, you did everything that you could do that was wrong. And such were some of you. But, but, thank God for buts. But you have been, and he's saying you've been saved, but he said you've been washed. You've been water 
baptized. That's why water baptism is so important. Once you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, baptism is a public show that you are a new creature in Christ and you are going to go down one way and you are going to come up a new creature in Christ. That's why we have water baptism. That's why we say it's important that once you've received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you be baptized because it's no longer it's something that you've done personally. It's something that you've done that you will fit in with the whole body of Christ. So we do baptisms here at the church. We'll have a baptism service after the first of the year for all of those that have gotten saved. See, I, he said, you were unrighteous, but you've been washed. You've been water baptized. Then it said, you've been sanctified. God has set you apart. I'm no longer part of the world system. I've been put and placed into the kingdom of God. Jesus told Nicodemus, Nicodemus, you must be born again that you might see the kingdom and that you might enter into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. We are citizens of a great kingdom, the kingdom of God. So it says, yes, you were unrighteous, but you've been made righteous because you've been baptized. You've been washed in the water. You've made a public declaration that you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you're showing them you're proud of what you've done. And you go down and you come up a new creature in Christ. Old things stay in that water and you become a new creature in Christ. It said you've been washed and now you've been sanctified and you've been set apart. That's just like the Hebrew children when they went to Egypt, uh, they, there was a land of Goshen. Joseph and all of his family lived in it. It was a safe place and all, all hell broke out against Egypt, but it didn't touch Goshen because they were sanctified. They were set apart by God. Hallelujah. So we've been washed, we've been sanctified. And then it said, and, and again, we, we, we have to wrap our brains around this. You've been justified by the blood of the Lamb. Justified just as if it never happened. Justification means just as if it never happened. That old life, that all that stuff that was unrighteous, all that sin, all that filth, all that stupid stuff that we did. When Jesus Christ became Lord and Savior, washed, sanctified, just as if that old life didn't exist. And I want, I want some of you to, to, to really grasp hold of that. Because there's still stuff in your old life that's bugging you to death. 
There's stuff that you did, yeah, but it, see, it's under the blood. Jesus took it, but it still is affecting your life. And you need to understand that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And you are just as you are water baptized, just as you are sanctified, you are justified in Christ Jesus, just as if it never happened. You know, a lot of people have a rap sheet. You ever watch any programs on TV and they'll, they'll say, well, this is the guy's rap sheet. And they'll, they'll list all the crimes and all the offenses that this man has done. You ever watch those? And they say, this is, his, this is his history of his whole life. Right there, right there, that's it. Well, see, without Jesus, that's always hanging around. Without Jesus, I have a rap sheet. I might as well just wear it around my neck. This is who I am. I, there's no place for me to put all this junk that I did. There's no forgiveness for it because I'm not saved. Are you catching this? I, he, I, I, I wear this around. And you know, people see me. And people remember all that junk that I did. Oh yeah, you did this and you did that. I wear it around. <laughs> but when I become righteous because of Jesus, not, not me, but God has made me righteous through Jesus because of Jesus. And that old rap sheet just as if it never happened. Gosh, folks, I, to me, that's amazing that God loves you so much. And whatever God does, he does 100%. And if he said you don't have a rap sheet, you don't have it. If God says you are justified in him, it never happened. Now, people will remind you that it happened. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, we serve an awesome God. I, I just love to, I just love to say in, in Genesis when it said, in the beginning, God, God, a self-existing God, a self-sufficient God. There's nothing outside of God. He's all sufficiency. And He loves you so much. He's provided salvation and a righteousness that only God can give. Amen. Hey, we're going to take a small break. Uh, we've got some exciting announcements to make to you. Uh, getting ready to come up to Christmas. Amen. So stay tuned. Well, hello, West Houston. This is Pastor Mike coming to you. And I'm just uh, thankful to get a chance to share with you a few of the upcoming events that's uh, happening around West Houston Christian Center. So if you just give me a few moments of your time, I promise you I'll let you get back to Pastor Jack and that amazing word that he's bringing about being in the righteousness of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that God created Jesus Christ to come to this earth to be sin on our behalf and for us to be made right with him through Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you that we have an advocate that's working in our favor in order to uh, just to be on that path of righteousness and to stay on that path of righteousness. Amen. Amen. So 
hang with me. I want to let you know, first thing that's happening around West Houston is our very own food drive that's going on. In a, uh, we're, we're filling this box. As a matter of fact, today I am making a delivery. Uh, uh, the, uh, actually, a delivery has gone to Wham already. Uh, just our way of saying thank you to the people of this community and we love you and we are blessed to be a blessing. So thank you guys for filling that box and the box will continue to stay here. We're gonna do this through December and to be a blessing again for the upcoming holiday. Amen? Amen. Uh, number two is Harvester's Luncheon. Don't forget, December 13th, our harvesters, if you're in the age of 60 and above, this lunch is for you. This is a, more like a Christmas luncheon that's going to take place on December 13th at 1230, which is right after the Sunday service. Uh, Pastor Jack and Mary Jean will have a word for you, and the, it's just a great time to fellowship amongst, uh, amongst each other. Amen. And last but not least... Men, 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 if you're a man, we want you, all right? You're invited to uh, just a night of fellowship also. Now, this is going to take place December 11th on a Friday evening at 7 p.m., and we're going to do that right here in our very own fellowship hall. Um, so if you are inclined to join us and you would uh, like to sit down and fellowship with some of the guys around the uh, church, be sure to fill out your name and information on the clipboard that's located in the back of the sanctuary right there at the member services desk, uh, just so that we have a count on how many will be attending and how many to prepare for. I'm looking for you, man. Come on in. It's going to be a good time. We're going to have a nice time of table talk with one another. In Jesus' name, those are your announcements. Amen. All right, guys, thank you and welcome back. And now we're going into the, our special part of the service where we get to give into the kingdom and uh, just to get, get a chance to give our gifts and our tithes and our offerings. And uh, I, I love what it says over in uh, Proverbs eleven twenty five. 25. Uh, here in Proverbs, it says, a generous man is a source of blessing and he shall be prosperous and enriched. I love that because it says a generous man shall be prosperous and, and we're, we're a source of blessing. That's exactly what I was sharing with you as, um, as the, the, the contributions that are given to Wham. We are a source of blessing. West Houston Christian Center is a source of blessing and we are very generous. And guess what? As gener generous as we are, we will also reap generously. That generosity will be reaped. And we, we thank you that we're going to be prosperous after that. And when I mean prosperous, it means that guess what? We're going to have enough for ourselves, but we're going to have enough for all those others that, that are in need of it. And we'll also be enriched, which means more is going to be added to us. And when more is added to us, guess what? We can give even more to those that are in need. So prosperous and enriched. Let's, let's, let's be there. God says also in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 16, don't forget to do good and to share with others because these type, such sacrifices are pleasing to God. These are, these are the things that are pleasing to God when we're doing what is good and we're uh, sharing with others. 
look, we were created in the image of God, and we and we are created to walk as Jesus walked. And when Jesus walked this earth, guys, he gave, he gave, he gave, he gave healing, he gave time, he gave his knowledge. Uh, ultimately, he gave himself for us, and that's what we are to do to be givers. I, I like what Pastor Jack C. Uh, if you watched here last Sunday, you you saw the message online. He said. He feels that this is a season of giving, not just receiving, but of giving. And that's exactly what Jesus did, you know, during his 33 years of walking this earth. So, God, let's be like Jesus. Let's give. Let's be, let's be, let's be givers. All right. And remember, you're going to reap what you sow. Amen. Let's be generous in our giving also. So I'm saying all this because um, now is the opportunity to give into the kingdom of God. You know, you pray about what you want to give. And, uh, and let's, be, let's be a blessing. Remember, what you give into West Houston Christian Center allows us to be blessings to many others. Amen? Amen. So if you're making out a check, you can make it out to WACC and you can mail it into the address uh, right here below me. Or you can uh, submit it online, uh, westhoustonchristian.com, and click on the giving tab at the banner across the top. And it'll walk you through the steps. Or you could be like me, just bring it on Sunday morning and put it in that offering basket. Amen? Amen. Hold up those ties and let's pray over it. Father, in the name of Jesus, we love you and we come to you to offer these gifts and these tithes and these offerings that you will bless them and multiply them. Father, we thank you for allowing us to plant seed into your kingdom, a kingdom that was created for us and a kingdom that is full of abundance and, and full of all the things we need, Father. And we just expect a, a, a bountiful harvest from the seed. Father, we thank you that it goes into the lives of others and that it can touch and uh, just be a blessing to those that are in need, Father. We, ask, uh, we speak uh, praises over the giver, over these cheerful givers, Father, and I ask you to bless them in your mighty name. Amen. All right. Good going, guys. Let's get back to Pastor Jack. Hallelujah. Yeah, got some, got some stuff coming up. We're looking forward to Christmas and the new year. Pastor Jack has sought God and we have a vision for 2021 and what God is saying to our body. And it's, it's, it's really exciting uh, what God desires to do in us, through us, and for us in the year 2021. And we're all going to be part of that. Amen. Because we're going to get behind this 100% and we're going to see God move in our midst uh, corporately and, and, and individually. Amen. It's going to be a great, we're, we're looking forward to that. So I want to, I want to leave you with this. Say after me, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I want to do it again. Repeat after me. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, you might need to say that during the day a bunch of times just to remind yourself uh, when the world tries to tell you who you are, even when you goof up, even when you goof up, you know, uh, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And then Paul said, because of that, I can do all things through Christ. See, you've been set apart. Therefore, there is nothing that you're limited to. Paul had a revelation of that. I can do all things through Christ. How can I do that? Because I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. 
Amen. I want to pray for you. Father, we praise you. We thank you for this word today. Lord, we just thank you that we have the mind of Christ and we can understand all things. And so I thank you, Lord, that we're receivers tonight, that we are receivers. We understand and we receive the word of God. You said the word saves us. The word heals us. The word delivers us. Oh, we praise you and we just thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for loving us. Uh, when we <laughs> Thank you for loving us, Lord, beyond measure. We praise you and we just thank you for it tonight. It's been a great night. You've been glorified and we've been benefited and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Hey, Sunday's coming. We look forward to seeing you. It's going to be a great day. Amen.